T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The 80s music is by far the best music for when you're working out. It's not even close. I was doing curls. I was like, let's hear it for the boy. Tell me you can't lift more. I have no idea who sings that song. Ross Tucker, Odyssey NFL insider. All the Bears fans got mad at me. They were only 32nd because I couldn't put them 33rd. Host of the Ross Tucker podcast. Boy, the one thing that's been noticeable about the Bears recently is Justin Fields' uncommon abilities analyst for westwood one bully ball up front it's just inside zone to the left that's as physical of a play as you get ross tucker with mully and haw on 670 the score yeah look at this that would be denise williams for you yeah never heard of her i don't care song's <laughs> awesome way to go denise mully and haw chicago sports radio 67 of the score on the line is odyssey nfl insider ross Tucker. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. Subscribe to BetQL today and instantly get our model's best bets, live public and sharp data, trends, and much more right at your fingertips. And Ross Tucker is literally everywhere, whether it's uh, with Odyssey uh, in Philly doing Westwood One, and he joins us now on the Signature Bank Score Hotline, Signature Bank making commercial banking personal. Ross, I'm exhausted looking at your schedule, buddy. I don't know how you do it. Uh, I'm kind of exhausted right now, but I'm going to have an amazing nap in like uh, three hours because Saturday night I did. I was in the booth for Giant Eagles, yeah. which is in Philly, Lincoln Financial Field. Then I drove four hours to Corning, New York, got there like at, I don't know, a little before 4 a.m., Slept three hours, then drove the next two to Buffalo. Sideline yesterday. Could have done without the five-hour drive back to central Pennsylvania in the snow. Like, half the roads weren't plowed yet. That was rough. And so, like I said, I'm, I'm going to take an awesome nap later today, but I got a bunch of stuff to do this morning. And you know what really bothers me? I was so happy because I, I thought I was the only human being that was at both those games. And then I saw Peyton Manning at both of them. <laughs> wow. And I went up to him and I said, hey, Peyton, I, I, like, this is not cool. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I wanted to be the only person that went to both Giants, Eagles, and Bills, Bengals. He started laughing. I said, I'm going to guess you didn't drive four hours last night to Corning, New York. He said, no, no, I did not. <laughs> Great. Must be nice to have a private plane, guys. <laughs> Great effort, though, Ross. We appreciate you joining us this morning, given your schedule. So, 
You saw on Saturday night a dominant performance. You saw on Sunday in person a pretty dominant performance by the Bengals. Which one to you was more impressive? Probably the Bengals, yeah. I mean, the Eagles against the Giants, that's like a Jimmy's and Joe's thing. I mean, I don't think people really realize just how talented this Eagles team is. Think about this for a second, guys. They have eight guys going to the Pro Bowl. They have nine Pro Bowl alternates. But there's some weird rule that they need to get rid of with the new IR rules. But it's the way it is. If you're on IR, when the vote happens or when, like, the, it's announced, you can't, you, you can't, you're not eligible for the Pro Bowl. So Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, their safety, leads the NFL in interceptions, even though he missed five games. He wasn't eligible for the Pro Bowl. Dallas Goddard, who's maybe the best tight end in the NFC, he or Kittle, and would have made the Pro Bowl, he was on IR too. So think about this. 19 of their 22 starters are either pro bowlers or pro bowl alternates. I mean, I've never heard of that. 19 of 22? That is bananas. Well, you know, I, I, I don't know if you recall this or not, but I we talked before the season started, and I told you I was taking the Eagles as my Super Bowl team because I thought the NFC was kind of wide open, and I had different reasons, but good God, I did not know they were going to be this good. And now you watch what San Francisco did, and they've got – they're on their third quarterback. It's extraordinary. It is one of the great stories, which I think it's going to be hard to, to, to be able to lean on him if you fall behind. And I think this is a really tough game for San Francisco crossing the country, playing their early game, facing that Eagles defense. I think it's a good point, Molly. First of all, Please tell me you put some money on that with the Eagles <laughs> to win the Super Bowl. Please. Oh, man. Um, but, uh, no, I, you know, you're exactly right. I, I think it's a problem. If the Eagles get out to a lead and they have jumped on people a lot during this season, that's not where the Niners want to be. I, I, I have a tough time picturing the Niners winning the game. Obviously, turnovers notwithstanding. But I have a tough time picturing the Niners win the game if, they can't run the ball effectively and play with a lead. If they fall behind, then here come the Eagles' pass rushers. They've got now the second most in NFL history, I think, behind the 85 Bears. Uh, I mean, it's just – or 84 Bears, actually, which is interesting. Um, and so that's not where the Niners want to live, you know, and drop back passing. That would be a disaster. they got to play with the lead, and they got to be able to run the football. But I would say they're both – I mean, think about this. Let's pretend we're all Bears fans, right? Most of the people listening are. You're talking about a team that has their third-string quarterback out there against a team who whose quarterback probably was not top 20 in the NFL last year in Jalen Hurts. He's probably considered somewhere between, like, 20 to 25, maybe, in the NFL. So it's remarkable that both these teams are here for, for two very different reasons, I guess. So, Ross, I really enjoyed the broadcast. I was happened to be in the car listening to a lot of yesterday, and Joe Burr was terrific, and I love the way Ian Eagle said he was Joe Burr in the cold of Buffalo, and he was a difference maker. But to, that, to me, that game was, as you pointed out, the Bengals had three backup offensive linemen, 
Their defensive coordinator, Lou Anarumo, has now in the postseason been a guy that has schemed everybody correctly and gave up uh, so few points to such a good offense that I think those were almost overlooked because Joe Burrow was great, and he has always been great in the playoffs. But that offensive line somehow found a way to establish the run and protect the passer. Well, it's funny because um, since we were just talking about him because he was at the game, Burrow reminds me of Peyton Manning. I mean, he now he's a little bit more swag or whatever than Peyton was, but he it seemed like being on the sideline, nine out of ten passes, he knew where he was throwing the ball before he even got it. I mean, and, and you're talking with some Bengals coaches, he's that smart. You know, he's the son of a coach, and he's just – he's that smart. He's catching the ball, throwing it out there. I thought they – I thought the Bengals thoroughly outcoached and outplayed the Bills. That was a stunner. I mean, I think the Bills might have closed as, like, six-point favorites. They're playing at home in the snow. You think everything's set up for the Bills here. And the Bengals, who didn't look that great against the Ravens and, and could have lost the game without that – quarterback sneak at the goal line, everything that happened there, they come out and just took it to them. I mean, in every way. It's interesting, too, that the team that ran the ball better won all four games. And I really wasn't expecting the Bengals. I know the Bills had both safeties deep because they're worried about the passing game. But I don't think anybody was expecting the Bengals to be able to run the ball that well. Yeah, I you know, it was kind of extraordinary given the offensive line injuries. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs had arguably the easiest go of it because they had the Jaguars. And then lo and behold, you see an injury to Patrick Mahomes. That is the dreaded high ankle sprain. That is a long-time big problem injury. I guess he's playing. I guess it doesn't matter. We were, we were uh, talking to each other during the, the games, and I was saying – you gotta if you're if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, you gotta be at home. You gotta pray for the Bengals. And now I'm like, yeah, maybe they should have prayed for for uh, for the Bills. But thank God they're not in Atlanta, right? I mean that that I don't know what's gonna happen, but man, did uh, did that look bad? And I don't know how ordinary that team becomes if the quarterback is compromised. Well, listen, I, I'm sure – I'd be surprised if he doesn't play. Yeah, obviously, he finished the last game. He's got eight days to get ready. They don't have to travel to Atlanta. They don't have to fly. You know, um, he'll, he'll get it injected. He'll obviously have it heavily taped. But him just playing is not the same as him as, like, the full Mahomes, right? And there are certain quarterbacks like – you know, Brady or Peyton Manning, or even to some extent like Burrow, where it wouldn't bother me that much because all they do is catch the ball out of the shotgun, just throw it real quick to the open receiver and just go, like, that's what they do. But being able to move around is such a big part of Mahomes' game that I feel like that's very restrictive for him. You know, it's a big part of what makes him special. So does he even try to do that? Does he not try to do that? You know, does he aggravate it trying to do that? That's a very unfortunate injury. And I can guarantee to, to David's point that Lou Anarumo, the Bengals D corner is going to have a terrific plan 
probably bring pressure up the middle early and often to get Mahomes to have to move because I, I don't think they, they believe he'll be that comfortable when he has to move. Ross, I know this is the game you didn't cover, but the Cowboys stuck with kicker Brett Maher. Oh, and, and I feel like it changed the way they coached that game, whether it was going forward on fourth and four at the end of the first half when they could have kicked a field goal and two plays later they throw the pick, or just the overall just approach that Mike McCarthy took. How surprised were you that they stuck with him? And do you agree that it changed the way Mike McCarthy coached the game? I am surprised that they didn't have another kicker up, right? Like, oh, we only get to dress 48. Yeah, but when I played, we only got to dress 45. So, you know, you can make it work by having two kickers. Remember, there were teams for years, guys. I don't know. There's probably still some. They have a guy up on on, uh, game day who's just a kickoff guy, you know? So I was surprised they didn't give themselves – a second option, like another bite at the apple in case Maher came out and shanked the first one, which he kind of did. I do think at the end of the half, it's why they didn't try that field goal attempt, which changed things a little bit. And I do think even like there's even a difference between being up 7-6 or 7-3 as opposed to being tied 6-6. It's just kind of – there's a different mindset, different way of going about it when you have a lead – versus being tied, but that was a huge missed opportunity for the Cowboys. I mean, even that notwithstanding, if Dak doesn't throw those two picks, they win the game. I mean, he threw the one pick deep in their own territory. That gave the Niners a free three points. And then he threw the other pick when they were down in Niners territory, which took away at least three points. I don't know what happened to him this year, he made so many tremendous plays. They scored a lot of points. They moved the football, but those interceptions cost them. I mean, this was this was really a golden opportunity for the Cowboys. They could have won that game. Yeah, he's thrown a lot of picks this year, and he, I, I think that was the sixth game in which he threw multiple picks out of the 14 he played. That is ugly stuff. Um, so, so championship Sunday, you got the Niners at the Eagles, the Eagles minus two in the hook. And you got the Bengals at the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are minus a point. Who do you like? Who do you like coming out of those two games? I think the Niners-Eagles line is interesting because, you know, home field advantage is probably two and a half points in Philadelphia. So they're basically saying that those teams are even. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't feel that way. Now, the Niners might win the game. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, they got a great coaching staff. But I think the Eagles are a more talented team. I think they're better up front, both sides of the ball. And when Hertz is healthy and can run, it just opens up the run game for the back. It opens up all the RPO stuff. It's just a really, really – like, you can't be right. The linebackers can't be right. You're necessarily going to be late one way or the other with all those fakes and all the different options off of it. So, I like the Eagles. I, w- I would lay the two and a half there. And then I like the Bengals. Give me the point. I think the Bengals, I would even take the Bengals on the money line. I think they're going to win that game. I mean, I, you know, I was on their sideline most of the time yesterday. I try to go to the away team sideline so I can get as much potential TV time as possible because that's where the cameras are. <laughs> so like, I don't know if you guys noticed, but like when Stefan Diggs ran over that camera girl on the sideline, yeah. I ran over there real quick. I try to get 
I tried to have, my sister my sister screenshotted me a couple of times where I got on, which was great. <laughs> That's great. Um, I gotta make look. I gotta make it entertaining for me too, right? Oh, like, exactly. I gotta do, some, do awesome. something competitive. Um, so uh, they just they totally believe their coaching staff is awesome. They've got good players. Burrow is an assassin. Um, I think it's going to be the Eagles and the Bengals in the Super Bowl. That would be a great Super Bowl. So, Ross, you had a very good vantage point for the Eagles and Jalen Hurts, and he was coming back from an injury, which he suffered here in Chicago. Is what we saw uh, legitimate? I mean, he looked like he was doing things as effortlessly and as easily as he typically does. He didn't break a sweat. He he barely broke a sweat against that defense. Is this the Jalen Hurts fully healthy now, or – is there something that he was just – it was too easy so he didn't, he didn't have to look like he was impaired in any way? No, I think he's fully healthy because, you know, he ran a couple times. And the one run, you know, he took contact and spun off of it, right? He was not – he didn't just slide. He wasn't that worried about it that he felt like he had to slide. And so that, that creates a very dangerous player when he – because he's so strong too – you know, he's not as fast as Fields, obviously. I don't know anybody in the world is as fast as Fields, by the way. I mean, when Fields is in the open field, no pun intended, it's just insane how fast that guy is. But, um, no, I don't think there's any restrictions at all for Hurts, and I think they probably will use him in the running game a decent amount against the 49ers just to give them the extra blocker that the Niners have to account for. I mean, look, it's, it's the Super Bowls on the line here. Yeah, I you know I got to tell you it's been uh, it's been a really interesting season, but I think the game should be getting better uh, as opposed to uh, more dominant performances. We we know that uh, Robert Quinn had a solo tackle for the Eagles, so that to me <laughs> represents a great breakthrough. They've got so many guys up front; it's just uh, it's just crazy. Quinn's not even like like on the radar. I mean, he no. barely does anything, no. but. They wanted to have one more guy for the rotation, and also they wanted to be prepared in case somebody got hurt. I mean, the Eagles are out here getting good players for backup. So that's, that's where they're at. Ross, I w- don't know if you saw I'm sure you saw the replay, but you didn't see it live. When Ezekiel Elliott is snapping the football at the last play of the game against the 49ers, oh my recipe God. for disaster – he got steamrolled, and the play didn't work. One of the dumbest designs I think I've ever seen. What did you make of that? Um, I think that they, uh, I think they were going to like lateral it back to him at some point. You know, yeah. I think they, the yeah. thought process was, you know, he's not an eligible receiver, so the Niners wouldn't be paying attention to him, and that they were going to throw the ball to a guy to Turpin. The idea was they thought the Niners would be backed off more, and that the linemen could get in front of Turpin, and so you basically would have three linemen in front of like the best returner in the league with then Zeke trailing him in case he needs the lateral. It probably looked awesome on the whiteboard. Probably looked <laughs> awesome in practice. No doubt. Does um, does Stefan Diggs get traded? And uh, what do you think of the Bears jumping in there? Uh, no, he's not going anywhere. Uh, but, I mean, the, the, the Bill. The, uh, what, I mean, what would the Bills be like? They don't have other good receivers. No. I mean, but, what would they be doing if they got rid of him? He's not going anywhere. He's yeah. just upset they lost. Yeah. And he should be. You know, I like that he's like that. Yeah, he's a good guy. I just – I'm trying to figure out a way to get him. That's all. Maybe they oh, should – Oh, you got Chase Claypool. Problem solved. Oh, there Chase you Claypool. go. There Thanks, you go. Ross. <laughs> Great stuff. Ross, thank you, buddy. Great catching See up. You guys. That is Ross Tucker. Yeah. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.